Welcome to Walking with Freya, a journey through special needs parenting. This podcast is a place for parents and caregivers of children with special needs to share stories, the very real struggles and challenges we face, along with the inevitable love and joy these children have brought into our lives. This is a place for unapologetic honesty, well-intentioned laughter, and endless support. A safe place for us to learn, share, discuss, and help each other navigate this often unexpected journey. Be kind, be supportive, and when you can, keep the humor. My name is Annie, and welcome to Walking with Freya. Okay, so sometimes I fail. And probably a little more than sometimes. But this past weekend, while camping with my youngest daughter's first grade class, I was slapped in the face a few times, once literally, with the level of denial that I have apparently been in. And maybe it's not so much denial of the where Freya is with the way her syndrome manifests, but more in denial of how much support I need to provide her in these kinds of settings. I could run down the laundry list of moments, describe every interaction, but it's more about what I learned, how I failed, and how I need to do things differently. Hopefully, some of you may learn something about your own situation from my mistakes. This past weekend, I went camping with my youngest daughter's first grade class. We had a wonderful time and it was a great way to build community and get to know each other. However, like I said, I was certainly not a great parent to a child with special needs. For one, I did not educate the other parents about Freya at all. It was a camping trip for her sister's class after all. I convinced myself that I didn't need to, when in reality, I didn't want to. I didn't want another event in which I had to go in and declare the differences between my child and theirs, our families and their own families. I did not want to explain again the nuances of Freya's disorder, the many ways it manifests, and try to convincingly state how she seems to be on the less affected end of the spectrum because if I say it enough times, it will be true, right? I almost feel that I should apologize to the other parents who watched in confusion as I had to hold Freya's hand and walk her away from their camp tables after doing what we all feel instinctually inspired to do, which is feed children. One father asked, as I was telling Freya she should know better, Oh, I'm sorry, does she have a food allergy? (laughs) No, it's way more complicated than that, and I should be the one that knows better. That question from him really drove home for me the realization that I had prepared no one for this trip. I didn't even prepare Freya. I did not describe the scene of multiple family camps, all with food and temptation. I did not remind her that she is capable of making good decisions for her body and that I would be there to help her. Part of it was probably selfish laziness. On my part, I wanted her to be off with the other kids so that I could hang out with and get to know the other adults. The other part was me wanting her to be in with the pack with the rest of the kids 
to belong on their level and to participate on their level and to be with them. However, (laughs) failure number two. The kids all had their bikes. This campground has a great circular drive for kids to ride on where you can see them at all points of it. It's off the road. It's safe. Because Freya's bike is big and has training wheels, because she doesn't ever stay on for long when she does have the opportunity to ride, because it was really Rona's class and not Freya's, because I could not fit her bike in with all the other camping gear, I did not bring Freya's bike, but I brought Rona's. How asshole is that? I had told Freya that while the kids were riding their bikes, we could play Bananagrams, or that I would help her take turns on Rona's bike, which doesn't have the training wheels. But I was scrambling to leave that morning, and I couldn't find the Bananagrams last minute, so I left without them. I never helped her ride Rona's bike, because why? I didn't want to risk her falling while we were there. I didn't want the distractions from getting to know the other parents. It was stupid to leave Freya's bike at home even if she had only rode it for a minute, that would have been helpful. That would have helped her feel included. I should have strapped that bike to the top of my van or something. I should have figured it out. I realize that now. And at the river, the kids were swimming and they were floating down the current on these inner tubes. And I should have gotten in the water with Freya, despite how cold it was. I should have helped her adjust and feel safe so that she could also be in the water and swimming because she didn't want to do it on her own. She didn't sit there and beg me to take her in, or I would have, but I should have seen that she needed help, that she needed my hand to help her get in the water. And no, she wouldn't have been able to float away with the other kids because she's not that strong of a swimmer. I should have remembered to bring her mask which is the one thing that helps her feel safe while she is trying to swim. This is yet another thing that I forgot in my mad rush out the door. I wanted to be a regular parent this weekend, to relax and be social and get to know the other parents without stress or explanations or disruptions or any kinds of sympathetic ohs and ums. And I tried to make it so, and I failed Freya in the process. And I feel like a real a-hole about it. And Rona was affected as well. At one point, the group of girls, they were getting in the back of one of the family's suburbans. There were party lights and they were telling stories. And I noticed the closed bags of snacks and chips. But Freya wanted to be a part of the storytelling and the girl group. And I wanted her to be included. So I glanced at the bags. I thought they were closed. And I gave Freya a reminder that she was not allowed to eat any of the food if those bags got opened. And then I walked away. It's like, it's like I don't know this disorder at all. Like I've never read a pamphlet or an article or researched or read countless stories from other families. It was full on denial. And a little while later, honestly not that long, but obviously long enough. I went back to check and I noticed that the girls were running around outside. I opened the door and there to the suburban and there was Rona and Freya 
Rona frantically explaining to me that she had kept telling Freya not to get any more snacks, not to stick her hand back in the bag, but Freya wouldn't stop and she had even gotten milk. And I just, I kind of wanted to cry for Rona right then. The responsibility that she took on, that I let her have, was way too much for a six-year-old. I apologized to Rona. I got Freya out of the car. I pried the food from her hand. And I believe that is when she smacked me in the face. She has never done that before. And I take it as a testament to just how much I failed her. And I sure as hell did not know how to handle it. There are more moments that I won't go into. You get the idea. I had a harsh lesson in what my denial and my selfishness looks like and how unhealthy that is for Freya and for the rest of my family. So why am I sharing this with you? Is it because I hope to gain atonement in the telling? Because I'd like to think that I'm not alone? Because if you can relate to this experience, I want you to know that you are not alone. We are not the typical family. I am not the parent that can attend parties and campouts and anything with food without some kind of preparation or education of the other adults and other children who will be there. I was lamenting about this situation to a dear friend of mine. She has been to gatherings at our house, and she pointed out that when we are with people who know us and Freya and who understand, they look out for her. They have eyes on her at the food table, and they question her if she's standing there uh, trying to reach for things. They make her check with me, or they check with me themselves. They get the food out of reach. They put the food away when we're done, and they ask before pulling out sweets for any of the other kids. They are fantastic. My community of friends and family, they, they understand and they help keep Freya safe, and they're willing to do that because they love her and what's not to love, and because they love us. And what I need to realize and to remember is that people are genuinely kind and helpful and willing, but they can't help if they don't have the information. So my job is to remember that I must educate all of the adults in Freya's life, and the children too, when appropriate, whether I want to or not. Whether it feels comfortable or awkward to do so, that is my job. And uh, to use a phrase that an old friend of mine uses for a variety of things, she is not a set it and forget it kind of kid. He doesn't usually use that in reference to children, but for some reason when I was writing that, that's the phrase that came up. So I hope that doesn't sound callous. <laughs> but Rona, Rona is in a way. A lot of kids are, especially in that situation. They were all safe and Rona was off and running and biking and swimming and she could have her freedom and she could eat whatever snacks the parents were handing out. You know, it's kind of a hippie school. I wasn't too worried about the quality of the food. But Freya is not that kid. And she never will be. So it's time to break through the denial and accept that as painful and exhausting and as overwhelming as that can be. She needs supervision. She always will. 
I found a great quote about denial that I thought I would share with you. I do have to clarify, it's one that apparently has been on social media and attributed to C.S. Lewis. However, it turns out that it's not his quote, but most likely a quote from Melody Beatty and her book, Codependent No More. I did not dive too much deeper to determine for sure where the quote comes from. I hope that's okay, but it's more about the words and the sentiment. And the quote is, Denial is the shock absorber for the soul. It is an instinctive and natural reaction to pain, loss, and change. It protects us. It wards off the blows of life until we can gather our other coping resources. Other coping resources. What are those? Hanging out with friends, meeting other parents, writing and sharing stories, drinking a glass of wine or more at dinner, staring absently at a screen while scrolling through Instagram, educating myself about new therapies or treatments, sitting around a campfire, dancing with my kids or my husband. These are all ways that I have learned to cope with or to deny for a moment the struggles in my life, ways to bring joy in in the moment, sometimes for longer. So what are the ways that you cope? How do you help yourself get through the day-to-day struggle? Do you have healthy coping mechanisms? I personally think it's fine to have a drink or two when the stress is overwhelming and feels too much, and sometimes we need to just let go for the moment. Anything, and I would definitely say that screen time is is not a healthy coping mechanism when used, when overused, because we don't solve our problems by denying them, and we don't learn to handle our situations by muting our minds. It's okay to take a break every now and then, but we still have to stand up and be present and be here with our families and with our kids. We have to accept that we don't get to be the typical family at the campout just because we want it to be so. So all these is here, and hopefully you all get something out of it, whether it's getting some lessons from the mistakes that I made or an opportunity to reflect on your own coping mechanisms. But before I go, I am very excited to tell you about some podcast guests that I have coming up, and I want to give you a chance to send me questions because Amanda and Vicki from the Inclusive Education Project podcast have agreed to speak with me. I want to give a shout out to Caitlin for introducing me to their podcast, and I am so excited to talk with them. If you haven't heard of them, I strongly recommend checking out their podcast. They are two civil rights lawyers who dive into many issues in our community. Education, activism, civil rights. They're awesome. And what they do is awesome. They they are a wealth of information. So definitely check out their podcast. And send me a question that you have for them or a topic that you would like us to discuss. So they are based out of California and so I imagine uh, if you have really specific questions, it kind of needs to be more uh, California-based. I'm interviewing them September 27th, 
So if you have a question or a topic you think would be appropriate, then please send it to me at walkingwithfreya at gmail.com. And this is a friendly reminder to please rate and review the podcast on your podcast app if you haven't already. And let me know where you're listening. I was doing a Google search for something one day and I found this podcast on a site that I had never heard of. I'm not really sure how that happens. I'm not very techie. And uh, on that note, here is a random request. If you are a social media lover and guru, or even just you're into it, you like being on it, and you enjoy the podcast and you want to help out or you want to be a part of it, I think it would be totally awesome to have someone do the social media part of this. I really enjoy interacting with people on the Facebook group, but making the Instagram posts or creating thought-provoking Facebook posts in the group and things like that, I would love to have someone that is passionate about that and wanted to take that on. So, you know, it's not a paid gig, unfortunately, not yet anyway, but maybe if there was some magical social media goddess or god out there that could um, help kind of spur this podcast out into the world a little bit more, which I'm, I'm not good at at all. Um, yeah, let me know. I'll just throw that out to the universe and see if anything comes back. I am also starting to line up a few interviews again, so it won't be just me this season, which I have decided to start calling them seasons, which kind of go along with the school year because I think I'm going to take a break during the summer. So if you would like to tell your story, I would absolutely love to hear it. And I would love to share it with our community. So again, email walkingwithfreya at gmail.com. So that's it for now. I'm sorry for the congestion. I just had another allergy attack. Ah, I'm trying to figure all that crap out. I also realized that I didn't eat breakfast yet. So I apologize for any belly rumblings. All very professional, I tell you. Um, but yes, please review the podcast, tell a friend, check out the Inclusive Education Project podcast, email me with a question, join the Facebook group and introduce yourself. And I hope that you all are getting along well these days as we begin this transition into fall. So take care, everyone. And thanks for being here.